Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And do we have a show for you today. This is a show that has been in the making for several months. And many of you know that I talk about thriving on this show, thriving in all aspects of our lives at any age of our lives. And to bring this conversation to you from someone that knows how to thrive in his life is my very special guest today, Art Linkletter. Let me just say a little bit about Art. And for many of you, you know who he is. You know the incredible work that he's done. And today you're going to get to experience how he is changing the lives of so many people. A television and radio star for more than 60 years, Art Linkletter has performed in two of the longest-running shows in broadcast history, House Party, which ran on daytime CBS TV and radio for 25 years, and People Are Funny, which ran on nighttime NBC TV and radio for 19 years. He's won three Emmy Awards, received four Emmy nominations, has received a Grammy Award, 16 honorary doctorate degrees, and he has also received other awards, honors, recognitions, far beyond anything I could even imagine. His resume reads like a storybook chapter to I want to achieve uh, everything that I desire in life, and I am. And he is also a grandfather of the year. He's joining us today after having served on President Nixon's National Advisory Council for Drug Abuse Prevention on the Presidential Commission to Improve Reading in the United States, on President Reagan's Commission on Fitness and Physical Education. He was named Ambassador to Australia and Commissioner General to 150th Australian Anniversary Celebration by President Reagan. He was awarded the National Humanities Medal presented to him by President George W. Bush. He is currently serving on President Bush's Council on Service and Civil Participation. He is a phenomenal businessman, an extraordinary individual. He sits on the board of boards of many, many uh, organizations, and he is here to, with us today to talk about his life, about our lives, about how each and every one of us can live to be beyond 100 years old, but most importantly, how to make the rest of your life the best of your life. And that book is co-written with Mark Victor Hansen. And I have to tell you that this book is hard to get. If you want to get this book, you've got to get your order in. People are buying this up left and right. Art Linkletter, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, but Dr. Pat, after hearing that introduction... I can hardly wait to hear what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, you are, in so many ways, Art, you are really someone that people can look at right now, especially with the sort of gloom and doom of aging, of retirement. And you've come out of the gate with Mark and have written an incredible book that is telling a different story. Why is this book so important to you? Because I have lived 95 years come July 17th, and I have seen such a remarkable change 
in the world around us, not just physical and the inventions and media and worldwide uh, communication, but in the length of our lives. When I was born in uh, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, Canada, and abandoned as an orphan with no name by parents I've never met, never heard about, know nothing about, uh, people could expect on the average to live to be 47 in the North American area. And today, it's 77, up to 80 years of age that you can expect to live. Now, that's that's 30 or 35 years of life. Uh, perhaps life is the most, still the most important thing in your life because if you die, all of the things that uh, could have happened uh, will never happen. And you have spent a good part of your later life in the past 30 or 40 years fearing old age more than death. Yes, yes. And and with the information that seems to be uh, out there populating the airwaves, uh, people are even more concerned about getting into their elder years and really looking at many aspects, not just health, but looking at financial, looking at their vitality, looking at how to keep energized. But you have really demonstrated that all of this is possible. Well, yes, and it was a surprise to me because I was just enjoying life and doing all kinds of things, and uh, suddenly, the first time I really thought, my goodness, I'm getting old, was when we celebrated my 80th birthday. And then those numbers, 80, loomed on the horizon for the first time as something that I had actually reached. Hmm. Never dreamed I'd reach 95 or 100, of course, but after that, but... Uh, I, I looked back on my life in wonder and amazement. Uh, part of it was uh, luck. A part of it was chance. Part of it was the good Lord guiding me. And uh, possibly more important than anything else, my growing attitude that uh, I should volunteer, that I should uh, have a lifelong learning, uh, that uh, you don't just stop at 65, but you have a second prime kind of, because of these additional years, and the people who were around me, including my dear wife, Lois, who is in bed with me this morning, (laughs) (laughs) after uh, 73 years of marriage, and that's uh, in Hollywood. (laughs) That's amazing. It's not just amazing, it's a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) When I look at all these young people today and how so many of them are squandering their lives so early. Uh, this Paris Hilton has demonstrated what can happen when parents don't take care of their children properly and the right kind of religion, the right kind of attitude will just shake your whole life up. And we're hearing and seeing more and more of that. I mean, not to say that we haven't always uh, seen controversy and struggle with some of our young people in the media, especially our celebrities. But there is a different tone to it, isn't it? There is a there there isn't sort of the the I don't know what the the values lesson in this, or is there? Well, I think uh, so much has happened so fast, and we've gotten so much here that the uh, democratic uh, government that sets up what we call the uh, the uh, prosperity of 
selling and getting more and more and more so that the uh, motto of the young people today is is we want more no matter what we've got that of course was one of the things that led me into the drug abuse when my daughter died and was one of the younger generation who had been told that the way to get more is to use drugs that were dangerous but they the danger wasn't important the important thing was to is to get more and uh, uh, then, of course, along came Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, yes, who, who changed my life and uh, his ministrations with me and with his consultation. And then after that, uh, I've spent my last 30 years in what we call humanities, helping others. And so I've traveled all over the world, the darkest, deepest places in the Congo and in Vietnam and in Haiti and I've traveled here in the United States through all of the drug centers and the terrible uh, hospital cases, and so I've my life was just shaken up from the from the bright, happy uh, guy that was interviewing children and and making a lot of money and uh, getting fame and all that good stuff. And I was aware that the, we were surrounded by uh, people with false goals. And that lesson in itself had to be so important to you. It that was, that lesson was, had to be just instrumental. Well, it was the most important uh, part of my life. In fact, I've written among the 26 or 7 or 8 books I've written. <laughs> Can't keep count, can you? <laughs> uh, I've written three, three, a very unusual one. I've written three autobiographies. Now, ordinarily, an autobiography is the story of your life. Right. But I had three lives. Uh, the first third, of almost, of my life, I was a poor kid being adopted by some warm and loving elderly people, like grandparents with no brothers, no sisters, living in a little tiny wee houses and having very little money and being a hobo and riding freight trains and working on ships. And then there came the second part of my life when I was uh, given a chance to take a part-time job in a radio station in San Diego when I was a, uh, a junior in, in college, studying to be an English professor, by the way. And uh, that led me to, into the world of Hollywood, and New York, and Chicago, the whole world of, of broadcasting and movies and, uh, and being famous and wealthy and all those good things and then the third part after my daughter's death came the part of uh, paying back the part that uh, mm. was the most important part of my life when I began to uh, join uh, World Vision and travel all over the world with the camera crew filming uh, people in hurting places and yes. also in, uh, being on boards of directors of large corporations and all the things that could get, make me help other people you know, what you're talking about is so important, uh, and this is an important message to our listeners today. I want to mention that my very special guest today is Art Linkletter. We're talking about so many things today. When we come back from this short break, we're going to be talking about the This is an amazing book. I, I am seriously telling everyone out there, this is a must book, How to Make the Rest of Your Life the Best of Your Life. 
and you want to make sure that you get your order in on Amazon to let them know how many copies of this that you want. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the, you know, some of the funny aspects of the book and and to let everybody know this book is a love letter actually. It's a love letter to all of the baby boomers out there, all 76 million of us. And what we're going to talk about when we come back is how you can live a life of thriving. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and Art Blank Letter. Stay tuned, everyone. The Authority and Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, Julie, where have you been? Benny, I just returned from a fabulous seminar with Karen Ramsey, learning about how my relationship to money is holding me back from living the life I want. Well, I can't seem to save enough money to contribute to an IRA these days, but I think, you know, it's just too late to start now. Well, Benny, I see that you just bought yourself a latte this morning, and how many times a day do you do that? Uh, well, I'd say like two or three times a day, but I mean, seriously, what's your point, Julie? If you save the money you spend on just one latte a day, you'd easily be able to contribute $1,400 dollars a year to your IRA. No kidding. Huh, I never thought about it that way. Well, Karen Ramsey says it's never too late to start no matter where you are. And the sooner you start, the better. Well, you know, that's fine with people with money, but how can someone like me afford financial advice from someone like Karen Ramsey? Well, you don't need to be wealthy to get excellent financial advice. In fact, why not tune into her new show beginning October 12th and learn about the myths about money that keep us from living the lives we're meant to live. And visit her on the web at caringmoney.com. That's caringmoney.com. The Empowerment Partnership, empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Releasing the past and stepping fully into the present is now easier than imagined. Hi, I'm Sue Newfeld Ellis of QuantumHealing.us. Dr. Pat and I will be teaming up to give you many powerful ways to open the door to an extraordinary life. Tune in and discover how, starting February 15th. For more information and to receive 25 tips to reduce your stress, visit quantumhealing.us. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And I want to invite you uh, to, uh, as, as you just heard, to give us a shout at 866-472-5788, 866-472-5788. If you want to join in on the conversation, uh, have a question for Art or for me, and we'd love to hear from you. Right now, I want to mention that I am here with Art Linkletter, Art and Mark Victor Hansen uh, wrote this book, How to Make the Rest of Your Life the Best of Your Life. Whether it's your, whether you're in the book taking the old geezer test or you're looking, or you're laughing at the Letterman style top ten, uh, you are really looking at a, a fabulous book so that each and every one of us can have a different perspective on what is ahead of us. And, and, and honestly, what Art and Mark have done in this book have given us an alternative that is fun, 
that is exciting and that really enables us to put some juiciness into the later years in life. And Art Linkletter, as I said before, is just an incredible individual, an amazing humanitarian, and most known for, as I said before, his top television shows and the 28, 29, or 30 books he has written. Art, thank you so much for joining this show today. Well, I'm delighted to. This is a mission that's going to take the rest of my life, which is uh, at least another five or ten years. At least, and and I uh, and uh, and after reading the book, I would I would imagine that so many other people are looking at this and getting a new sense of inspiration, a new sense of belonging and living. And in the way that you and Mark approach this book was uh, was to go out and and really capture the essence of what was going on in other people's lives. What was that like? It was a great idea that, of course, he had demonstrated in the in the Chicken Soup for the Soul books, which is where they, they welcomed stories from all over the world in a variety of places, Chicken Soup for the Soul of Pet Lovers and Chicken Soup for the Soul of, uh, of uh, Old Maids and all the ways. And we did that with the health, mental, and physical health of human beings as they get older by phoning a selected group of about 40 uh, some world famous and some exceptional people who are not known to give us their opinions, which in some cases might be in variance with our own, because you have to survey the whole field of humanity, and it has different aspects for different people. And so they all look for the book that uh, can they can find something in it for them that uh, might not be for their na- next door neighbor. And so that's what really, in the book, that's what really touches so many different people. The fact that it isn't a one-size-fits-all. There are a number of different stories. What were some of the, the conversations you had that you, you kind of said, oh, I got, a, got an aha from, almost like I didn't expect to hear that? Well, uh, probably um, Jack Lalanne was one of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And, of course, he's an old friend of mine I've, I've lectured with on a cruise ships because both he and I have uh, traveled all over the world speaking at ships, especially since 70% of the world travel on, on the cruise ships uh, is for, for older people and retired people. And so we got to meet them and talk to them and... Uh, uh, Jack Lalanne, of course, had entirely the physical and the health, the diet and the exercise. You can't talk to him about anything else. If you ask him what, what the weather's going to be tomorrow, he says, tomorrow would be a great day to get up in the morning and do a thousand push-ups. <laughs> and he's traveling and he's uh, making a whole new commercial uh, success out of some of the things he does on diet and some of the things that he has learned as I had, just by living rather than by going to a university. And uh, then, of course, Dykstra, who uh, is entirely different. He's a man who has uh, written a a lot of books and has lectured and done very well in the subject of uh, all the practical things of of getting old. In other words, he uh, he makes a great... uh, makes a great lecture or book or whatever, and in our case, conversation on the phone. 
you see, we we taped all these conversations of these 40 experts, and then we had that to, to use, and we didn't give them whole chapters as they did in Chicken Soup for the Soul, but just uh, paragraphs that fitted whatever we were talking about, whether it was mental, physical, or spiritual, or sexual, or financial. And then we just larded the book with it, as you'd hang up uh, ornaments on a Christmas tree. Our basic book was the tree, and out on the branch and the leaves and the various departments, we have uh, comments by these people. And then at the end of each chapter, we have the names of these people, where they are and the books they've written and where you can go further, uh, whether it's on the Internet or whether it's by reading their books or whatever, to pursue their thoughts on the subject that we've been talking about. So, And also at the end of each major chapter, uh, we, we give tests that you can take yourself as you read the book. In other words, uh, to look at the uh, inner spirit and the soul of your own life as it relates to that particular problem and see whether you're lacking or what you might help uh, be helped with and uh, steer you in a different direction, a little uh, kind of a, uh, you know, a character checkup. And Art, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is something you're talking about right now, and that is the role of spirituality in our lives. And I, there, are, there are many conversations right now on the table about spirituality uh, and the lack of it or the rise of it. I mean, there is somebody has something, there are people that have something to say about this from every walk of life. And the question that I would ask you in your journey, what role did spirituality play? And the reason I ask that is because you've had some tough times in your life, more yeah. so than most people. Yes. Tragedies. Yes. And, uh, and setbacks. Of course, I couldn't avoid spirituality in my life because I was totally helpless. I was a baby, and I was adopted right out of the cradle of birth by a 60-year-old minister. Uh, not just an ordinary minister, <laughs> but a uh, what we call a uh, evangelist, a street evangelist, which meant he went outside of church and had his own church with no ceiling, which is the sky. And he found people who were hurting. There were the kinds of people that the Salvation Army has made such a great addition to him in searching them where they where they are living lives of sin or or debauchery or had bad habits, physical habits that were ruining their lives. My dad did that on his own, and of course he preached in little small churches from time to time and took up collections and. At the age of six, I was helping him take up collections. He would uh, he would introduce me, and he'd say, this is my little orphan boy, Artie, and the way he's going to grow up, become a fine man and a good citizen, uh, will depend uh, in some parts uh, about uh, what he will eat now as a child. And what he eats now as a child <laughs> may depend a little about on how our collection. Uh, and so, Artie, you take this... Uh, these uh, these uh, buckets and go out in the audience and uh, face the sinners and and see what they'll give you. So I was taking up collections at the age of six and sitting through Bible <laughs> messages. And of course, the funny part of that was, uh, and now looking back at it, was that his uh, prayer at home 
at our mealtime where each prayer would entitle him to a, an award of some kind by the Guinness Book of Records because it went on and on and on, and I was probably 14 before a bite of hot food ever passed my lips. <laughs> I'd sit there and watch the gravy congeal while he was ranting and raving about the terrible things happening in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And all of this as part of an incredible story, an incredible journey in your life, which now you're bringing to so many people. Uh, one of the things that I was really struck by, uh, it was... Your ability to, uh, as as Nike would say it, just do it. And right now in our society, it seems like people are looking for purpose. They're looking for meaning. I don't care what age we're talking about. And many people, as you pointed to Paris Hilton earlier, many people believe that that's part of her journey as well, that there's something missing. Uh, what do you say to people that would be classified, and I'll just use a word that I use uh, quite often, as stuck in life right now? I would say for them to risk a little thing and, and uh, risk some changes and to look toward the changes, even if it's being fired or not, or being sick or being whatever, and see how you can make that uh, part of your life and, and go on from a different kind of a base. Human nature, to begin with, tends to make us all feel comfortable in a comfortable rut. When we find whatever it is, and it may not be satisfactory, but it's, it's something we've been pushed into, maybe a job that we took early in life and got married and had children and were unable to make any changes because we were afraid of losing what we had. And losing what you have uh, is, a, is a thing that keeps you in a, as comfortable a rut as you've built for yourself. Change is inevitable, and stress with that change stirs up the things inside of you which you didn't even know that you had, but you wouldn't, or wouldn't develop if you hadn't been pushed into it, maybe by a tragedy, as I was, from my daughter's death and was pushed into it when Norman Vincent Peale telephoned me in the midst of my sorrow and unhappiness. She was our youngest child, our baby. She was 20, and uh, with other children we had no problems. And suddenly here uh, we were up in Colorado Springs. I was getting ready to make a speech to the United, uh, uh, to the Air Force Academy, and uh, the phone rang. And my lawyer told me that my lovely, beautiful 20-year-old girl had leaped from her apartment building. Mm. My whole life was was changed when Norman Vincent Peale called me with, with a challenge to help others and to let other people know through my ability to talk and, and crusade that their children were now at risk because a whole generation of children who had everything wanted too much more and were willing to risk their lives to get it. That was what changed my life. And so I urge other people to uh, take chances and if things uh, happen that suddenly change your life, maybe it's for the better. Well, I, I, I absolutely understand what you're saying because I can point to times in my life not anything near uh, what has happened to you 
but there really is uh, an action that can be taken. And and the angels do show up, don't they, when there are times like this and really yeah. ask us to make a different choice in life. That's right. But, of course, the important thing about faith is, in my opinion, uh, we don't uh, we don't criticize or, or uh, advise any particular faith because there are so many different kinds of faith that are fi- suited for different people. Uh, I'm an honorary Mormon. I have uh, three uh, uh, Jewish great-grandchildren and one Buddhist great-grandchild <laughs> <laughs> and, and so on and so forth. And we think that the important thing is to have a faith of some kind, to believe that there is a God, and maybe he might be different for you and me, but it's necessary to have some higher power uh, and, and to, to look toward in our lives. The um, thing about faith is that um, it has unfortunately been the cause of some of our most terrible wars, mm-hmm. as is going on right now in Iraq and elsewhere. With the with the, the extreme part of the Muslims wanting to have the world as their uh, as their oyster and to turn life back to the way it was a thousand years ago, but uh, at all events, faith is very very important, and uh, the belief that you can change your life. Uh, one of my favorite sayings is that things turn out best for the people who make the best of the way things turn out. And making the best of it involves something that you are doing as well as having a faith that something above you is going to help. Uh, Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that, Art. We're going to take a short break right now. When we come back, more with Art Linkletter. I want to just mention to everyone the book that he and Mark Victor Hansen have written is How to Make the Rest of Your Life the Best of Your Life, right here on the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. When we come back, more with Art Linkletter. We've got lots to talk about. Stay tuned, everyone. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACES. Authenticity, choices, empowerment, and success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. information, call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. Hey, Julie, where have you been? Benny, I just returned from a fabulous seminar with Karen Ramsey, learning about how my relationship to money is holding me back from living the life I want. Well, I can't seem to save enough money to contribute to an IRA these days, but I think, you know, it's just too late to start now. Well, Benny, I see that you just bought yourself a latte this morning, and how many times a day do you do that? Uh, well, I'd say like two or three times a day, but I mean, seriously, what's your point, Julie? If you save the money you spend on just one latte a day, 
you'd easily be able to contribute $1,400 a year to your IRA. No kidding. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. Well, Karen Ramsey says it's never too late to start no matter where you are. And the sooner you start, the better. Well, you know, that's fine with people with money. But how can someone like me afford financial advice from someone like Karen Ramsey? Well, you don't need to be wealthy to get excellent financial advice. In fact, why not tune into her new show beginning October 12th and learn about the myths about money that keep us from living the lives we're meant to live? And visit her on the web at KarenRamsey.com. Are you aware of the invisible forces behind your behaviors? The Empowerment Partnership is, and they'd like to make them visible to you. One of the largest NLP training organizations in the world, says Dun & Bradstreet. The Empowerment Partnership is the industry gold standard in trainings for NLP, hypnosis, and the ancient Hawaiian spiritual system of HUNA. Their students come from a wide-ranging background, business, education, psychology, and spirituality. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Call 800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com and mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. My very special guest today, Art Linkletter. He's lived almost a century and held dozens of jobs and positions. He loves his family. His wife, Lois, is right next to him right now. He shares with others. He spreads his wisdom, and he's here with us today. Uh, the book that he and Mark Victor Hansen have written is How to Make the Rest of Your Life the Best of Your Life. And we are having a fabulous conversation about how each and every one of us can really tap in to the energy, to the light that we have to live the lives that we want at any age. And so, Art, again, thank you for joining us today. Well, that's very well stated. Uh, Mark had a, a, a way of saying that in a very brief, uh, funny kind of a, of a oxymoron line. He said, uh, don't retire, refire. I love that because you and I were talking about sort of that fireball energy. We were talking about Richard Simmons yes. during the break. Yes, Richard Simmons. I had him on the air many, many years ago when he was just beginning, and I watched him grow in stature and in experience and uh, in wisdom, as we all do. We're always searching and we're always open to learning some new things, and of course, in my lifetime, I've had the help of many, many people. I've been very, very successful, and a great deal of it is due to something we call mentors. If you can find mentors to support your help, your ambitions and inspirations, uh, you're, you're going to cut a lot of shortcuts through the brambles of life. Uh, my my uh, mentors include... Uh, people like Norman Vincent Peale, who has been my spiritual guide, Robert Schuller, the great preacher of the marble of the uh, of the glass Cri cathedral, the crystal, yeah, the 
Crystal Cathedral. Crystal Cathedral, I, yep. And, of course, in business and in uh, professional life, I've had people like Henry Kaiser, the great the great uh, industrialist who was uh, who wor- worked with me during World War II in putting out Liberty ships at Richmond, and I got to learn his philosophy of life and his spiritual uh, backing because uh, confronted by the huge and horrendous obligations of, of sending boys and girls overseas to Vietnam and other places where they were killed and building the ships that sent them the supplies. He had preached sermons to his thousands of workers, and I introduced him. And uh, he he, uh, he told them that they had a big part to play in what was going on in the world today. And I'll never forget one story he used to tell about a poor old farmer who got some terrible desert land free and through many years of uh, work, he built uh, aqueducts so he had water, and he uh, fertilized the land by his own plow, and finally he had a beautiful farm in this awful place. And the minister of his church invited the whole congregation down to see the spring crops. And as they stood in the fields, he put his arm around the minister. The minister put his arm around the the old farmer and said, the Lord has certainly been good to you. And the farmer says, yes, he has. He said, but you should have seen this place when he had it. (laughs) (laughs) So don't forget, you can pray, you have faith, but you have to do your part. We have to do our parts, and you're and you know Art, you're very clear about this. I mean, I, the, for those of you that are not familiar with the book, How to Make the Rest of Your Life the Best of Your Life, this is more than uh, uh, people getting together and sharing stories. This is really a call to action in so many ways, because you have a philosophy about being old and about what this means, and it's very different than I think what we've kind of grown to know. This whole traditional you know, go to work, retire, and then, I don't know, fill in the blanks. And I think right. that's, that's, that's probably a mistake right now <laughs> to, to not know what's going to give you some juiciness after all of that. Well, don't forget that we have spent most of our living lives who are alive today, up until recently, we have spent reading books and hearing people talk about research among older people. And where did they go to get a lot of the research? They went to nursing homes and to hospitals and to hospices, and they studied these poor people who had misfortunes of all kinds and were dying. And uh, the actual matter of fact is that was a small percentage of the people who were actually living full lives at 75 and 85 and starting new businesses and even new families and making the latter part of their life very meaningful in every way. And so these are the new uh, people who are, like Mark and myself, who are saying there's a new way of looking at age. You are not just going to get old and die. You're going to get old and learn and grow and have new wonderful opportunities to try things that maybe you didn't have a chance to do when you were younger. And in all cases, you owe it to your children and your grandchildren to see that this this uh, philosophy of ours, which is to do and grow and live and learn, is a great part of getting old. 
Yeah, it is a great part. And I think when you walk away from the book, the one thing that you realize about retirement is that the only thing that you should retire is your car. I mean, that's basically what what the book is talking about. And so for a lot of people right now, I think that the, the initiative is to get a different mindset because if we're going to move forward with a mindset uh, that we had 50 years ago about what it's like to go through life and work and retire, I think people are going to be sadly surprised. Yes, and uh, the very important thing to remember is this is not just a pep talk. No, it's not. <clears throat> this is something you have to believe and integrate into your bones and into your brain and make it a part of your life. You can't just get up in the morning and say, as one man did about 70 years ago when he had a philosophy, he got up every morning and looked at the mirror and say, every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. Well, that sounds fine, but it's just repeating something that is meaningless unless you're out doing it. Well, it's, it just becomes words without any emotion, without any passion. And in, when I really look at what you and Mark have put together, but then I take a look at your life and what you've done and the energy and the passion, Art, that you have had uh, on your television shows, on your radio programs, in visiting people around the world. You know, passion with a capital P, how important has that been? I mean, clearly it's been important in your love life because you still have Lois next to you right there. Well, yes, and of course the important thing is to remember that in all, all the things in your life, your attitude is everything. Yes, now, wow. that's not just positive thinking, which is fine, but it's pretty hard to have positive thinking when you have Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and other things that can happen to you. Mm-hmm. But attitude, and that attitude is the one that I've always had, and I'm sure it was in my genes, because from my very early childhood, when I was 10 and 11 years of age, living in a little house in the back of a bigger house, in fact, I used to ask my mother and dad, why don't we ever have a whole number on our house? Because <laughs> we were always 9, 12 and a half Van Dyke Avenue, and we were the little house in back. And so he said, well, the Lord has, has just led us here, and we've got to do the best we can. So I became a newspaper boy, of course, and I worked in grocery stores. And then I started my own business when I was 10. I would hitchhike from San Diego out into the back country in a place called Lemon Grove where there was a big packing plant. And in behind the packing plant of the lemons that they sent to the East Coast was a pile of second-grade, third- and fourth-grade lemons that had scars and had funny shapes and or were culls that they threw out there. And I would uh, take a gunny sack and I would hitchhike out about 8 or 10, 15 miles and to go over this pile, which was maybe 40 yards long and 10 feet high, a wall of, of old onion, of uh, lemons, and, and, and fill my sack with the best lemons I could find. And then I would hitchhike with that lemon back to home where I'd put them in my mother's wash tub and clean them up and then go out and sell them in my market there. I was undercutting the market. And... Uh, I had children working for me as I spread the, uh, my uh, marketing endeavors. <laughs> I, was, I, was an, I didn't know what I was. I was an entrepreneur. 
I was an entrepreneur. Yeah, yes, now, absolutely. Now I was telling people you can be seniorpreneurs. That really is the message right now for so many people. And we're talking men and women. I think this is a new time for women as well. Oh, my goodness, how it's changed. When I was young, <clears throat> women were mothers and stayed home, which is a heck of a good idea. It was my wife that she never worked. We had five children. You mean she never worked outside of the house? Outside the but house. But she worked her butt way. off right there inside of it, I bet. And uh, the 8 or 10% of the women who worked were either uh, nurses or they were school teachers uh, or they were Sunday school teachers and so mm -hmm. forth. Today, over 50% of the women of all ages, young and old, are out in the business world doing all kinds of things. In, in fact, there are more entrepreneurs of small business among women today than there is among men. Now, Absolutely. This is both good and bad. Mm -hmm. It gives them a profession or a business to make them feel independent or fully, fully alive. But at the same time, it has a cost that uh, has our, our latchkey children coming home from school and there's nobody there. And uh, all the other bad things that, that go with the, the temptations of being away from the home, the motherhood, and, and being a wife. And divorce has gone up from 20 or 30 percent to 50 or 55 percent. 2.5 million people last year. And so the, this is the cost, this is the penalty that is paid for the way we, our lives have changed and it's given women a lot of independence and, and, and shaken up marriages and caused problems everywhere. But there's a cost to all these changes and that's the cost. So... Uh, you have to take all that into into account when you're thinking what your life's going to be like. Absolutely. When we come back from this break, Art, I would love for you to share what your philosophy is uh, and what you credit your accomplishments to. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Art Linkletter in the house, everyone. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Listen wherever, whenever, voiceamerica.com. New Times Naturally Magazine is Tampa Bay's natural health magazine, now in their 20th year, covering body, mind, spirit, nutrition, physical fitness, yoga and Pilates, supplements, meditation, natural product, mental health and strength, spiritual growth, eco-earth, and more. Search for a local business, feature stories, media, and product reviews, and an extensive calendar of events. Pick one up at your local business today or visit NewTimesNaturally.com. That's NewTimesNaturally.com. Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen, and you know me for the chicken soup for the soul. But right now, I want to tell you that you've got to listen to my friend, Dr. Pat. If you want insights that are out of sight, if you want to go to the next level in your life, you keep listening to this show because she is so kind and generous that she even lets me recommend my website, MarkVictorHanson.com. And if you go there, we want to give you goodies. But Pat is giving you the goodies of a bigger, better mind-brain complex so you can get results that have results that are residual, so you get to have money freedom, time freedom, spiritual freedom, relationship freedom, and go to the highest level, which she's teaching you, which is your genius freedom. Huna is the ancient spiritual teachings of the people of Hawaii. Most people who study Huna want to know more about themselves and the world around them. If you are interested in a more spiritual view of the world and want to discover a whole new universe around you, then Huna is for you. 
Call 800-800-MIND or go to HUNA.com to learn about the March 10th through 18th HUNA event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Pat Show when you call the Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Would you like one of the most rewarding sales jobs of your life? The Dr. Pat Show has rapidly grown into the number one radio show to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show is hailed for its remarkable guests, sponsors with integrity, and amazing listeners. Dr. Pat is in search of a creative, self-starting, energetic person to join the marketing team. If you're interested in helping promote and sustain the Dr. Pat Show, please submit your resume to pat at thedrpatshow.com. Again, that's pat at thedrpatshow.com. This is your opportunity to make a difference in your community and the world. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you want to find out more about us, about our powerhouse lineup, about uh, some of the new initiatives we're doing, uh, we're really bringing... Uh, an open door to every one of our listeners. We're going to have many, many gifts for you as our way to give back after three and a half years of uh, unprecedented success on radio, both on Voice America and on my shows in Seattle, Chicago, Boston, and Tampa. And I want to thank each and every one of you for that success. Had it not been for you, we wouldn't be here talking with you about this. My guest today, Art Linkletter, and he is joining us as the author, a co-author of How to Make the Rest of Your Life the Best of Your Life. And Art, I have to tell you, I, I don't know where the hour has gone. I know that I could probably sit and talk with you for hours. Uh, there is so much oh, yes. that you have uh, put down and have done as a reflection of your life that is inspiring for so many people. And a lot of this is based on an acronym, DTRT. And I wanted to ask you about that. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yes, it's something that we gradually uh, build into our own personal philosophy according to what happens to us in our life. And it's a matter of rebuilding and reshaping that philosophy as we go along because we learn things that we didn't know before. Uh, I have a couple of little things I say in some of my talks I'd like to kind of give you as my philosophy. Great. First of all, there's a wonderful poem that goes, Make new friends, but keep the old. Those are silver, and these are gold. New-made friends like new wine. Age will mellow and refine. But friendships that have stood the test of time and change are surely best. Permit old friends, tried and true, we once again our youth renew. So cherish friendship in your breast. New is good, but old is best. Make new friends, keep the old, those are silver, these are gold. And as you go through life, and now I'm philosophizing on that, uh, you, you have certain friends that have stood the test of time and change, which happens. And it makes old age among your peers, uh, very, very important. At the same time, I am noticing now that I'm in my 90s that uh, there's a terrible price you pay, and that is 
that uh, I almost all my best old friends in my life are dead. And so you have to make new friends. You have to not be alone. And you have to lean on people that you can trust. And that makes life so important. The other thing that I was going to say is uh, that uh, we touched on earlier, and that is lifelong learning. And it goes like this. I never want to be what I want to be because there's always something out there yet for me. Mm. I get a kick out of living in the here and now, but I never want to feel I know the best way how because there's always one hill higher with a better view. Something waiting to be learned I never knew. So till my days are over, never fully fill my cup. Let me go on growing growing up. And so, Dr. Pat, I say, grow old, don't get old. And as you grow old, you'll find new, wonderful things spiritually and everything else. And and don't forget to have a good doctor. And don't forget preventive medicine is in its heyday today. And when I was a child, the doctor came to see you after you were sick. Now you go to see the doctor before you get sick. And he catches the things that are creeping up on you and stops them along with your own good health habits. And uh, that's the way you live long and happily. How about that? I love that. And the other thing that you said that that is going to stay with me for a very long time is get involved. Give your time. Volunteer. I'm a member of the President's, you know, volunteer organization. And there are 71 million Americans today who are spending at least 100 hours a year on some kind of volunteer work, either in hospitals or in churches or in education or in the home and family. And this is so important for everybody to volunteer because there's another little poem that I like. It comes out of a, out of a song written by Oscar Hammerstein, and it goes like this. Uh, <laughs> trying to think how it is. I'm doing all this from memory. Love, uh, a song is not a song until you sing it. A bell is not a bell until you ring it. Love was not put in your heart to say because love is not love till you give it away. And that should be the motto of all of us in the volunteering field and looking how we can help those around us starting with our own family and our own selves. Well, Art, thank you so much. I want to thank you for joining us today and for sharing uh, so many inspiring words and, and for helping us really look at our lives and get to that place, as you said earlier in the show, where we actually do something about it, where we actually feel the joy and the juiciness of life. Been a delightful visit. The hour has gone by in a hurry, and we didn't get uh, many phone calls, but uh, we covered a lot of subjects. We certainly did, and I want to thank you for joining us today and for doing what you do. And again, I want to make sure everyone knows Art Linkletter, my guest today. The book is How to Make the Rest of Your Life the Best of Your Life, co-written with my friend Mark Victor Hansen, and so. For each and every one of you, this is really a call to action for you, for your loved ones. And remember, 
love is an important component of what Art talked about. Art Linkletter, as we say on this show, you rock. Thank you, Dr. Bat. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next week right here on voiceamerica.com. Until next week, know that you are loved, know that you are blessed, and know that you can live life full out. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Facility.